0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts!
0: <laughs> Welcome to Starfleet Nurse On Call. I am Paul Franz, owner of Franz Games. of an SMB Online, FedCom Online, and Starfleet Warlord. Just to how joins with TalkCast every Thursday night starting at 9.30pm Eastern Time. You can either call on the phone. Just dial 605-562-0444. Just follow the directions. The call ID is 17702. Or you can participate on the web. Just go to the TalkShoe website at www.talkshoe.com. Search for call ID 17702 or for the best online experience. You go to twitch.tv at yeah, twitch.tv on call and you'll find us there. You'll be able to join our lovely chat room and have a lot of fun. And of course, if you need to contact me for any reason, my email address is S F U On Call at Gmail.com. S-F-U-O-N-C-A-L-L at gmail.com. Also, you'll follow me on Twitter. My accounts there are sfuoncall, On Call, Paul France, P-A U F R A N Z. There's no T in that. Then also franzgames, Games, F-R-A-N-Z, G-A-M-E-S. And again, there's no T in that. And of course, this lovely TalkCast gets into a podcast available on iTunes. And various other feeds around the net. Some quick news from ADB. Steve Patrick's still working on the Orion NASA Starship book and has announced the tree for the Sapphire Star tournament, which I will I'll mention a little bit later. Also found on the online store for this week. We found Planet and Base Cards. Now they're two dollars. Then it's it's six planet cards and six battle station cards as seen in capital log number 23 um now you need you'll need capital number 23 for the rules um or you can download it from the website now these are double sized cards 40 uh, 4.5 inches by 3.5 inches black and white and they're non-coated stock they are more placemats Uh, than cards and they cannot be shuffled. So, read the um, rules. I had not read the rules, so I don't know what they say. (laughs) So, but obviously read the rules and you'll be available for that. Going Moving on forward to the tournament, which I mentioned about with Steve Petrick, who is, of course, the tournament master. Um, time ups are closed. The worldwide tournament, you know, with spot, spots in the world in the in the wild world um, most of us obviously obviously are either in the East Coast or west Coast it's rare that I see anyone in the Midwest though we do have of course a couple people uh, we have New York I know I'm not sure we have anybody in Ohio or Midwest I'm not sure anyone's in the Midwest I know we have some people in the West Coast some people on the East Coast we have somebody in Japan um, Jeff Clark And also we have someone in Australia, and that's Jason Gray. So we are worldwide, just spot, you know, most of us obviously on the U.S. Big surprise, which makes obviously things easier for uh, face-to-face online, that is, face-to-face, live action play. Moving on and forward um, to the library report, actually I do have a little bit of updates on the comments list as a b libraries there are two uh fixes that occurred one's a carnivore heavy cruiser. the other one is a Lyran. um i think it's heavy frigate it's hff i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly that that's the designation for but both of those have been uploaded and with uh with fixes i will be updating more of the clinks this upcoming weekend also, when it comes to the Fedcom library, no progress there. Sorry. And with that, that is the news for this week. And it's me, it's the only Pop from welcoming you to the Universe on call. And tonight, we've got me, of course. And we got Doug. Say hi, Doug. Hi, Doug. And we actually have a couple of people in the chat room. Actually, one person, which I definitely owe a... a, Definitely some gratitude to, which is Russ. Uh, Russ did me a great, great, great favor in that I know we want to go through all the, the space monsters. And one thing he did is he emailed me a PDF of where the monster scenarios are and you know all the monster scenarios and, and uh, where they're located so I can make sure I'm ahead and know and so we go to go through all the scenario all the um, the scenarios all the monsters that are available on that. there's one called monsters 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 that one I'm gonna have to look at I'm not sure well if it's just a scenario which contains previous monsters or it actually has um a new monster, or you know, lots of monsters in one scenario, meaning um, like the same monster, but like multiple, like a banshee kind of thing, uh, with a lot of them. Uh, hey, Chris. And Chris is in the chat room, um, which is always awesome to see. So, in our continuing up saga of going through the space monsters of SFB. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> it is continuing, and it's going to be a lot... Oh, yeah. Russ, no, Russ, days. don't bring this three up. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Russ, yep. don't bring up the... Dude, yep. the, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl again. They beat my Ravens. So, uh, so what was that, Doug? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, uh, Sorry about the laughter there. Sweetie just handed me a note saying, do we have a tappy-tappy thing to nail some wheels in with? So... Yes, we do have a hammer here. <laughs>
0: Sorry. That's okay. Oh, I... That is fine. Do, 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 do. There. Okay. So this week, we're going to be starting with another one of Steve Cole's monster scenarios, which I'm sure some of you are familiar with. and I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I it was part of Last week's episode, that is, I I I showed some of the monsters that were on Shapeways. If you were watching the video portion, obviously the audio portion. That means, I mean, if you're just using audio only, obviously you would not be able to see them. And I didn't actually bring, I did not um, bring them up. I didn't actually mention that I was showing them from Shapeways. But I was looking at them while the podcast was going on. And I was streaming my my um, my desktop so that people could actually see them, uh, the different monsters that are available on Shapeways, and one of those, of course, is the Moray Eel. Um, some of are, are, are pretty cool. Um, Moray eel is okay. The <laughs> think, think of course, it has has the space dragons. Which, if you really think about it, to me, space dragons, and you know, when it comes to Shapeways. They don't have to be space dragons things just be regular dragons you know i'm not sure what the difference when it comes to look of a dragon space dragon versus regular dragon don't know what the differences would be um obviously physically wise well, yeah there's physically they're probably different in in some simple ways you know because as is, if you really think about it um now We've never we've never encountered one ourselves, you know, um, but it comes to we have never met a, a monster that lives in space in, in in the depth the dark depths of space, and the whole idea of a biological um, living in space is overall pretty fantastical. Um, uh, reaching on to the point of being as i said fantasy um obviously there could be just like um crystal monsters you know or um like let say the Tholians. they're also to, to us are very fantastical can the, there actually be truly a um Race of people that basically are, are crystals, for the most part is what it's, it's what they are. You know, obviously they, they have to live in a very hot environment and so forth. That's what the polians do, um, but you know, is that is that actually possible? Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. know because we we are everything that we that scientists currently know is that you need. <clears throat> Usually, carbon um, and oxygen. You need need those, though. I think I know they did some. Um, Was it? There's some research around the outlets of volcanoes that shows that actually carbon and oxygen are not required. They you can live live in a sulfuric um, atmosphere or at least you know, environment. So. Can I chime in on this one?
1: I got got two two bits of information. Uh, uh, One is, yeah, actually, oxygen is not necessarily prerequisite for life. Straight up. That's that's the thing that comes out of a lot of the evolutionary studies. Uh, The history is back into deep time. We're looking at fossil records and everything. There was a time when basically the life on Earth was... Literally not dependent on oxygen. Oxygen was a poison to it. And when plants started making it, that killed off. It was like the first major extinction. But that aside, I would say that, look, you know, if we have a truly infinite universe, not a bubble, it's theoretically possible that life will evolve in ways that are totally different. And a lot of the stuff in the monsters that he has are literally all canon for the Star Trek universe, for that science fiction realm. Although not necessarily as immediately defined from the stuff he was originally licensed on, if that makes sense.
0: Because I think they were
1: kind of vague about Mm Napoleon. Yeah. Oh,
0: understood. But But, um, yeah. Actually, you know, in this, but definitely in the SFU universe, you know, sorry for the universe um, itself, which is more, more, a little more, the phones are a little more fleshed out, at least my understanding. Oh, another, another another
1: random thought on that is that if you really want to go on a deeper dive on it, you could have a possibility that. Self-replicating life—things that would count as life because they're self-replicating—might be engineered by original biological species like us uh, for the purpose of surviving and doing tasks in space. And then, you know, somewhere along the way it just gets uh some of it gets lost, lost track of, and goes off and does its own thing, evolves its own way. Mm-hmm. True. That and is that's true there's the whole it? line of there's a whole line of thought with uh when some people were talking about like the whole uh potential for us meeting aliens is that we might not actually meet the species necessarily we might meet robots that they built and sent out first long before we would ever meet them right assuming they're not for it.
0: Right, right. That, which makes sense, you know, because we do, do do that ourselves, which is we send out automated um, machines to ex- to explore the galaxy. Obviously, right now they're very primitive in that we still we still control them, but we can I definitely can see, you know, um, an an AI based um, research. You know drone that goes out into the universe and and explores things and then sends the data back to to earth now the question is how long would would they last you know and so forth but we'll, we won't know but that, that's that's definitely something you definitely could see occurring now there's always but the ultimate i, I understand that the whole idea of um the universe being so large and uh, life definitely could live outside of earth and because there, there's, there's so many different environments so many grams that are close to earth if you know, just to, to have that kind of life form that sh- should be able to also be created in the same environment that earth is
1: well here's the thing if, and it's the thing that uh, i think a lot of people have a problem wrapping our our relatively primitive brains around, because, I mean, we were only a few generations out of DNA, right? for God's sake, on a cosmological scale. Mm. And it's, it's the whole concept of infinity. If you can imagine it, it's probably going to happen somewhere in an infinite universe. somewhere somewhere out there, you know, way beyond the scope of what we can see. will exist the circumstance that creates the moment that you have imagined, whatever it may be. Oh, I'm, I'm... and am and, and the whole thing with, like, the potential for extraterrestrial life being as strange as these space monsters. Well, yeah, that's strange to us, to our limited history have what we've seen and learned and observed but it could be a norm somewhere else
0: mm-hmm. so yeah oh, I, and
1: again there is that big cloud of beer out there so there's that
0: mm-hmm. oh understood
1: uh, we were going to talk about that a few months or so yeah <laughs> true
0: um but yeah the the the, the universe is is huge and lord knows any as we look look out into the universe we're we're looking back in time and that's just pure fact because of how fast the light moves and how far away you know the next star system is even the next galaxy you know even though those you know how close those are they're still pretty far away and they're even galaxies even farther away and we're and i said, we're, as we look farther and farther away, we're looking farther and farther back in time. You know, and, and an man, it's you know, then definitely it's a huge universe. Um, is it cur- currently? It's not considered infinite. You know, um, because uh, you know it goes from Big Bang theory, where everything started from a single in a single point. And then ex- they expanded. Now, there's some other theories when it comes to is it ever going to be ever growing or not. Um, and I'm not going to go there because I don't know enough about that part of it to to say for, you know, definitively for what the current current science says. What yeah. so not... the general
1: thought is that we have a bubble that we live in. Right. And that thing was... Is... Created by the Big Bang, Correct. or as some some put it, uh, a more modernist term, the expansion. I think it was expansion. Oh God, I forget the exact terminology that it was that was used when I heard about it. It was uh, so basically, it wasn't listed as a Big Bang, but as a uh, expansion from
0: yeah, but not it's considered a big man but anyway, but anyway um yeah. yeah but there there is now this is a I know when it comes to the possibilities and, and probabilities of said instance um the whole idea of that the that we're alone in the universe is I mean tr- truly thought to be impossible just because of the possible possibilities that are out there of course will we ever if there are other species out there will we ever meet them probably not just because of the amount of distances involved unless unless there's you know the whole idea of a wormhole actually comes to be true where you can actually go from galaxy to galaxy you know through a wormhole you know but uh, well, here's is, is another thing.
1: It's it, there. There's. Such, this could be such a deep dive on the topic. It's, the the other possibility is that species that are existing out there that are you know technologically advanced may only have a small window where we would detect them. I mean, you you have the possibility of not necessarily staying to. Radio transmissions as a normal form of communication, if they find something better or more connected. Also, the very fact of the distance involved doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily get a good, clear signal on anything that they do put out because of the distance and physics involved and uh, all the interfering factors. So, right. and, and we could be the first the universe could be that young or there could be gazillions of them out there but they just don't want to talk to us because we're that we're confirmative or they just haven't noticed us yet mm-hmm. Understood. You know, because hey look you know we've only been doing radio transmissions that we're aware of for the last what 100 something years
0: mm-hmm.
1: and 100 light years is not really that big on the scale of the universe it's a very localized thing
0: yep. and in our local neighborhood we might be alone yep and that and, and yeah. that and that's why I, th- I think you know and with this involved that you know even if there are other species out there that the possibility of actually meeting another one is um next to nil in my mind yeah.
1: Well, they could already be here and just be kind of like listening and going you know for their amusement so. yeah. observing looking at what the worms are doing
0: yeah of course the, the there comes the, the question um that some people have brought up as, as a speculation when it comes to that is that um is it easier to travel through time than to travel through space you know that possibly if we ever see aliens they might be just advanced versions of us you know no
1: because time travel i think might be actually a technical impossibility other than in, well, we,
0: yeah personally i think time travel is is it's 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 it's, 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 a, it's an extension
1: of the grandfather's um um uh, problem it's mm-hmm. not that you would go back and say kill your grandpa and wipe out your own existence. It's the fact that if you went back that for even a second, changed the entire mass of the universe. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a big map problem, basically. It's a big physics equation. And if you were to say, if a 200-pound person went back in time on Earth You know 20 million years to look at the dinosaurs it doesn't matter if they don't step on anything the fact is they will change the mass of the earth by 200 pounds and they'll change the trajectory of the earth by infinitesimally small amounts that today would mean nothing for tomorrow but over millions of years would literally just change everything Hmm. on my part.
0: oh understood
1: again we're here to talk about SFB yeah
0: no yeah, let's, let's get back let's get back to SFB monsters I, I, I sidetracked this on that yeah, that's I my
1: fault. always be believe if you get back on it like yep
0: so so this this week is the more of space the terror of the depths of space a creature half a kilometer long that's pretty short um Better than your ship. yep Living in a hard vacuum and eating ships for breakfast, literally is reported to be in a remote sector. A ship, starship, is sent to destroy it. Um. Obviously, he's not very fast. He is. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I I did I read this I read up for this from last week. I just never got to it. Um. I remember some of the things, which are kind of tricky. Which is okay. The monster moves at speed twelve. Turn mode is zero, which means that he can whip around to any direction, really quick. Um, uh, it moves straight you know, until, unless until the, you know, it moves that way and to unless uh, it tricks unless it moves to attack the ship. And uh, the monster is is not. If the monster is not in 22 hex, this is for a scenario where the the um, planet is in 2201, i.e. right on the edge of the board. Um, right, and um, if the monster is direction A from the planet, reverse this and the monster moves in direction D and also the Reminder, this is the floating map, so it can get above the planet. And this, then the, you know, if it, if it, basically, if the, the monster is above the planet, then it goes, turns around, and goes direction D towards the planet once more, because it wants to, to attack the planet. Um, and you should can disengage from the monster. Now, um, uh, where is it? Here it is. Um, if a, if you if if the if the moray eel the eel is struck by a direct weapon, the monster will, on the next impulse, move immediately to the hex of the unit. Up to six hexes in a burst of speed in a single impulse. This violates the normal speed limits. No kidding. Um, it's very very fast to move six hexes in one impulse. Now here's the fun part. Um, da, 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 da. where is it? Right, Uh. Attack, okay, it attacks the ship by, by, by biting. Um, uh, where's where the one I want to read? Biting, da, 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 da. I'll find it, I'll find it sooner or later. Because, but if I'm there, um, if there's more than one, finding the monster will attack all of them at random in a biting frenzy during the same impulse in a random order, even if they're six hexes from the monster on opposite sides. So in other words, if it's six hexes to one unit and there's another unit which is basically 12 hexes from that unit, it still attacks it. So...
1: Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: it's, it's crazy. Um... The, the biting um, is damage roll of you know, 1 to 6, 10 to 5. The damage is scored directly on the ship. It ignores shields and power and PA panels. So, ouch. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it cannot be towed. Um, there it is. Because of the maneuverability of the, of the, the eel. The weapons of the ship cannot hit it if fired beyond six hexes. Snow. As I read before, which is if you're... The Moriel can move within... Move six hexes if attacked. So... But the same thing is you can't fire at it unless you're within six hexes. So Yeah, we can dip in
1: and dip out.
0: Mm-hmm. So as soon as you... you attack it, it it bites you though which is i find it's funny but I, but in my mind it has to be like that otherwise you you kill it so so quickly mm-hmm. yeah what is it
1: well, here's, here, here's a question does this one fall under the um we have the rule where you you can basically gather intel on it and figure out
0: how to kill it Uh, Hold on. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Say hi, Zooks. Hi, Zooks. This is Liv Okay, you said num-num. Okay. The victory is destroyed when... um, The monster is destroyed when it has received an unknown number of damage points. After scoring 200 points, the starship player rolls a die, and if the result is a 1, the the monster is, is dead if not the starship player may roll die again at the end of any impulse in which addition at least additional 10 points of damage has been scored not once for each 10 points but any impulse that you've scored more than 10. and then if you roll a die one then it's just it's destroyed again alternatively you can accumulate Okay. Goodbye. Here, we'll, we'll go up there. Um you can collect 200 points of information. Then if the, the monster reaches the planet, um the, the player loses immediately. Big surprise. And that's um again, that's the alternate use uses um the S6.1 that we we talked about last week where you know uh okay there it is i wanted to bring up the monster defeat table again i brought it up last week i'll bring again up this week just a reminder which is you have roll one you have to you have to um basically have the monsters destroyed by suicide shuttle that gets difficult because he moves speed twelve, and normal shuttle craft can only move speed six. That, you know, that's assuming that they don't have warp work boost, work boosters, and you don't, or you don't have um, an MRS shuttle. And of course, you can't tractor um, an eel. so tractoring to slow them down does not work. And if, as I'm not sure what size class they would be considered. But you know, it doesn't because it, it can't tractor it. I don't. They don't mention a size class. Um. Uh, two, which is you'll be destroyed if held in a tractor beam. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not sure how that would work. If you can't tractor it, how can you destroy it by a tractor beam?
1: No. Uh, that's if you get a uh, result off of the uh, the information stuff. If it says must be killed by tractor beam then you can use a tractor beam on it, and that kills it.
0: Hmm. Understood.
1: So that, that, that was
0: easy. Right, and roll three, of course, 200 points of damage. Roll four, monster can be destroyed by a probe. I'm assuming it launched just launch a probe and, and not actually using a probe as a weapon. Um, five, basically, easy. five says, ah, oh, sorry, not enough data, get 100 more points of data.
1: That's the Patrick's Manual it would tell you things like,
0: always deserve at least one probe in case that's the only way to kill it. And, of course, roll six, which is, communication is established with the monster. Assuming that you have not scored more than 50 points of damage, you um, you become friends with it and and you win there. If you have more than 50 points of damage against it, um you lose. So, yeah. So, say the very least, I think that one using alternates in this case, da, 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 um, there, oh, that good. Um, against the more you know, it would be interesting because of, um, obviously if it, the well, the tactics basically mentioned that if you are going against this thing. What you should be doing is hitting it. Keep on hitting it. Get behind it. Hit it. Have it so it basically retreats six six um, hexes back to attack, to bite you. And then it's going to turn back around and start going towards the planet again. Of course, that's going to take half a turn to recover the amount of movement that it just did to to bite you because um, that's what it says in the first turn, army weapons that move toward the monster. Second turn, move to one hex behind him, do a decel D cell and give him a full alpha except and accept his bite. Then on the next turn, switch in reverse and go and back away in the range six, you know, give him the whatever weapons are available and keep on basically keep on going backwards. So it
1: I mean, makes sense.
0: Understand. Yeah, uh, and, and and again, to me that makes sense. There's one minor, <laughs> there's a minor issue there, which is okay. This works if you're using the, the standard, um, a standard victory conditions, which is two hundred points of damage, kill it, at least possibility kill it, and then ten more points of damage going forward from there, and that and that makes sense in that case, but in my mind, using the alternate um, method, which is gathering 200 points of information, is a heck of a lot harder to do. Because oh, now, not because you got to do basically the same thing, but you have to keep the amount of damage that you actually do to it, to a bare minimum. Until you find out what the result is from gathering 200 points of information.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah, because the, the
1: problem is you might eat your ship if you go in and damage them and try to
0: retrograde them and right. distract them. Right, but uh, that's it. That's that's part of the problem.
1: Uh, the, the, the real question is can your ship gather the necessary amount of points? Mm hmm. So. It, you know, the feds will be massively advantaged then. Versus most of the other races. Mm
0: hmm.
1: But again, you know, the monster scenarios are really good for like, if you're going to have a, uh, uh, you know, a ship oh with a bunch of special sensors on it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: true. Lots of labs, Ex- mm-hmm. exploration ships, that kind of thing.
0: Right. Oh, agreed. That, now, but yeah, uh, let this point out is that, 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 Doing the, the alternate victory conditions is a heck of a lot harder <laughs> to do because of there's this, there is the possibility that you roll if you roll the die six after gathering the information, and it says oh, if you did fifty points more than fifty points of damage to it, you lose. Yeah, that's
1: exactly it. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah the, the, the real question here is it's the balance thing. Mm-hmm. What do you choose to do as a player? Are you going to play it under those conditions? Or are you going to play it under the gathering conditions? Because if you're playing, it's going to be basically incapable of surviving long enough to be able to kill it, if that's what you have to do. Right.
0: Oh, understood. Uh, I...
1: And again, I think for the benefit of people who might not have listened last time, what what exactly do you do when you go to get their information? How much of a pain is that? You know, how how easy is that or how hard is that? And that could, that could really kind of answer the question on which way would you want to go on a particular ship? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many points of information do you get from your shuttle? How many do you get from... Using uh labs, special sensors, right? That, planes.
0: right, and which is one thing we we found out that um it's based off the range of the ship, and it, you multiply that by the number of labs you have on the ship. So obviously, a Fed that has lots of labs is going to be able to gather a heck of a lot more information than say a Klingon that might have like four labs. And, and this is, this, these, are, these are just the cruisers, you know, you know.
1: And also these things scale, don't they? Like if you're... Oh, yeah, you mean
0: the monster scaling?
1: Yeah, you can do the monster scaling. Yeah, yeah. Um da,
0: da, da, but, you know, There it, it is.
1: You need to get 200 points necessarily, or do 200 points of damage.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay, whenever you're playing the scenario, especially using it as part of the captain's game, or the frigates game, Captain's game. The strength of monster is, is is adjusted to the ship used by the player. So it would be n the number of points of damage that must be scored. And you take the V, which is the, the BPV divided by one hundred twenty five, and multiplied by two hundred. So basically, it's saying that the scenario is based on the ship of one hundred twenty five BPV. And what's what's I? I is. Uh, is the number of damage points that must be accumulated oh oh for each additional die roll okay drop all fractions so yeah so if you have a smaller ship like in the case of say you have a frigate which is worth 60 points you only have, only have to do 100 points of damage and you it only requires five points of damage to um, get the additional die rolls this is this is using the um original um victory conditions
1: Yeah. maybe having this printed out for uh, the previous game in a couple weeks help. No. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: I, I know I gotta get that all get that all set up uh, right that's true. Gotta <laughs> love it. Um, there's one thing that they noted on the scenario, which is this monster can easily be defeated by fighter squadrons and PF Tillas. Do not use those systems against this monster. There's no point in doing so. Just say you want and go on. <laughs> Aww. Well, the thing is, fighters don't provoke it. So in which case okay. you can you can the fighters can just beat up on on the poor thing and never be attacked. So it just you know fire, keep on firing drones and then kill it. Boom, you're done. Woo, that was hard. Well, you know what? Hey, guess what? That gives you a justification
1: for having uh, the fighter bases all over your all over your little empire if you're like playing something that's a long term scenario. Oh,
0: yeah, agree. thinking, yeah. agreed, agreed. And, and not be honest, I'm not sure how many um, Moray eels of space are exist out there in the Star of the Universe. Um, I think that it's probably more likely you're going to have fighters and, and so forth as defensive measures against marauding like pirates. You know, but but point taken. Okay, uh, do we want to start? Oh, what the heck? We'll start. Um, which is go on to the next monster, which is the cosmic cloud, an unknown energy destroying shipping in the Sigma Draconia sector. Yes, what is it, Kitty? The fleet responds by thing a, a, a starship. Um, man, this captain's busy. Weeks later, it is found floating in space. The, cr- the crew entirely dead from unknown causes. Another spaceship is sent to investigate. Oh no!
1: It almost sounds like a Star Trek episode. <laughs> Agreed. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kitty. Really? Um, just just let you know, guys who are watching on the video. Here is the. Here's the local zinni. Say hi, local zinni. Hi, people. I want you all to die. Oh, at least he's friendly. Yes. Special <laughs> um, rules, which is the monster produced a field that has the effect of killing crew units. Big surprise. Um, the exact cause is, of course, unknown. At the end of each turn, the chart below is used to determine how many crew units are killed. Um, The range, Mm -hmm. Mm given the closest approach. Mm -hmm. Here, um, so, it has to get within range 10. And it'll kill up to four, you know, at range zero, or even range two, it'll kill up to... um, That's weird. uh, for uh, four crew units per turn at the end of the turn yeah 10 turn the range given is close okay note that that the ship that a ship that ends on turn oh yeah and the turn at range one and moves to range 11 or more during the subsequent turn it still had been at range one at the start of the turn for damage effects so don't end the turn at range one that is a bad thing. Well, doesn't that
1: mean that if you just do a run at it and go past it, it goes by your closest range?
0: Hmm. Okay. For for that turn, the close whatever the close range is, it's just like um lab, you know a lab. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, if the shields are not operating at full power, losses are doubled. The monster effect effect within its sphere is pervasive. A down shield that is not facing the monster the same as a down shield facing the monster. If you have, if you are in its field, exception G nine dot twenty two. I gotta look at that. The monster can kill the entire crew. No, the crewmen are not actually killed, but are drained of a living energy. If the ship does not leave the scenario, the unconscious crewman will die after a few turns. Note that the minimum crew units requirement on G9.4. So if a man shuttle is if a man's shuttle is drained of living energy, the shuttle stops moving. The effect is not reduced by cloaks, webs, or atmosphere in any way. Boy, this thing enters in a planet. Oh boy, they're dead. The effect ends up extends up. A temporal elevator, counting each hex of elevation as the hex distance, for determining um, the uh, effect. Uh, again, again, monster moves four hexes. Random, random pattern. Single die roll. You know that 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 same same old same old. Okay, look at this. Okay. So Obviously, you can't operate the shields at minimum. You have to do a full power otherwise you double your losses. Now that's one thing I don't understand here. That I said the monster's effect you know with its sphere is pervasive down shield that is facing, you know not facing the monster same as the down shield facing the monster. What's the effect of having a down shield? My assumption is that it basically completely kills all the crew. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. That, that, that's my assumption. That's one thing I've not yet done and I need to do it is actually um um according to Gary um he said that there were some updates to the monster scenarios um, sh- um in the um cap some of the captain's logs oh yeah. Oh okay. Um, Maybe SFB should put out like a
1: module that literally just a consolidation of all the monster stuff.
0: They could probably
1: do that. Hmm. oh
0: well, that, That's definitely something to to bring up with ADB because that's something I I feel like that that could probably um they could people would actually purchase that. I know I would. Um especially given that the, the master electronic um, rulebook, that one um, doesn't have any scenarios. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to actually have the monster scenarios like in, in module S1, where, you know, it's a collection of scenarios. <clears throat> oh, a quick quick note. I just checked um, when it comes to the chat room, and Ross mentions that Monsters, Monsters, Monsters is just a fleet, 1800 BPV, versus a group of standard monsters. So, so it's monsters that have, been, that have already been um, known, that are known, So it doesn't have to contain additional monsters. Um, and we also mentioned that, don't forget that M Sids kill suicide shuttles too. So in other words, if you try to hit the, in the case of the eel, if you try to hit it with a suicide shuttle, Sids could probably kill, could possibly kill it on the way in.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why you go to range zero and drop it off.
0: Hmm. Yeah, even the range zero.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you, know, you get like one chance instead of like risking more. Okay, moose
0: okay, the, the During each impulse that the monster is moving, roll one die and move the monster in that direction. Monster ignores webs for all purposes. The web ignores the monster. (laughs) Starship may fire weapons at the monster, recording cumulative damage scored for possible use later. Enveloping cluster cannot envelop this monster. Um, not sure what that means. Um, does that mean it does, does less damage? I just, just mean that it's like a shuttle which takes all damage. Um, Minds operate normally against the mon- monster. SIP uses lab rules to accumulate information. Uh, again, the monster cannot be held at a tractor beam. Do-do-do ignores a lot of other terrain effects too. Vi- okay, now the victory conditions. The monster wins if the. If the starship disengages or the crew is all killed. Can you stop that? Obviously, you know. Oh, well, quote unquote killed. Actually it would be killed because of if you it knocks out the, the crew and then if <clears throat> in a couple as, as I said, it's a couple turns after all all of them are actually knocked out. You know, drain of energy they die um, Player wins if you can cumul- accumulate 400 points of scientific energy of information uses the information to determine what will destroy the monster using big surprise the, the table in s6.1 which I just we just went through earlier and so it's 400 points. So obviously it takes twice as long to, to get the necessary um, information points for, for this monster. Um, it's slow, which is, which is important. Now, uh, da, 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 da. okay, to me, well, I'm here. Oh, don't mind me, folks i'm doing is i'm going to see if i can find uh, i'm looking at the wrong thing aren't i ah this is the minimum crew units um actually let me look at that for a moment anyway because that's something that's kind of important that's okay if the original crew is let's say uh it's original crew is five to eight minimum crew is two Nine to twelve, three, thirteen plus four. So wow. What's the what's the normal crew for a uh, CA? Actually let me look at this. Let me look at this. See if this has n- number. Ba, 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 ba. don't it doesn't have it. I was hoping that they might just have it just leave it there. Nope. I was looking at the, the tournament cruisers and hoping that they might have the number of crew units. I don't have it off the top of my. I'd have to look up. Um, ah, wrong one. I to. I think I had to look up the actual um, a regular ship. You know, look at that that SSD for that, or possibly um, um, go, go to like the module G three. And look at the appendix there, because I'm pretty sure they list the, the number of crew. But obviously, um, <laughs> don't get very close to this thing because it can kill you so fast. Because of even out to range two, you can kill up to four crews, and that's and that's assuming you have your shields all the way up. Now. um, and if you get below your minimum crew let's look at this let's look at that for a moment uh, but, 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 i know what happens is that it there's some i forget what, the, what some of the restrictions undermanned here it is restrictions for an undermanned ship basically if you go below minimum assuming that you have actually a number of your number of active crew units is not zero um, if a ship is undermanned, it cannot operate any equipment except power-producing systems, engines, APR batteries, control systems, sensors, scanners, and shields. Ah, it can move, but maneuverability and effect turn mode is increased by one. One crew unit can be assigned to movement and conduct all movement, turning and stops. But a second unit would be required to perform a head. There's no effect on nimble status. In order for a ship to move. Attack movers, uh, while one crew must be assigned to control systems. Oh, freaking hell! Okay, oh, that reminds me.
1: Well, if you're talking like 40th crew units, that's not too bad.
0: Yep, but from the, from the sounds of it, is that. To move requires two crew units.
1: You're add crew units on your discretionary. Account. Yep, yep. So you can pad your crew. Like, Hi, we're taking a few extra red shirts with us. No reason.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, you have to you have to get 400 points of of lab, lab you know of information just to have a chance of then killing it. Um, Obviously, if you might want, since it's going to take you so long, you might just be trying to kill it and pray that you don't roll a a die roll of six after you collect the proper uh, information. Now, at the same time, uh, the the key there also is that um, you can't get too close. Obviously the closer you get, the more information you get more rapidly. But the closer you get, the more crew units that, that die. And you can't t- from the looks of it. Um uh, as I said I I have to find out the number of crew units. Um actually it's, it's right on the SSD. Yeah. If soon you have SSD. <laughs> That's the so problem. Uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, I think
1: a heavy cruise is around 40 43. Okay,
0: let me just look. uh, it's going have it. Yeah, okay, probably about to okay. End. Um, okay, let's go for a Seltorian destroyer just for giggles. That is a, a, a destroyer it has 25 units. 25 crew units which which is not bad A a a, a zendarian heavy cruiser i'm just okay I, I can look at these real quick <clears throat> i'm assuming they're gonna be around the same and it's gonna be like 36 units okay this uh, and it's 50, if I come, oh 50 for a saltorian heavy cruiser and just keep
1: in mind that it's like if you fall below the thing—the skeleton crew, and that's where you take penalties. In.
0: Right. If you have one more than the skeleton crew, you should be fine. And and the Alirin is forty-two. Forget it. So that's not actually—it's not. You got you got a bit of time actually. <clears throat> right, and you
1: can pad it too. Right. And scale it to the. You know, your BQA,
0: right right oh yeah oh yeah that that is that is uh, da, 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 da. yeah so if you if you have a, a regular cruiser which I da, 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 ba, ba, ba. it's 4 yeah. and it's same thing right yeah same thing 125 It seems 125. So you could actually do some close-in runs, uh, and you should be okay because with a cruiser with 42 crew units, you you won't go below a minimum for at least 9 or 10 turns. If you, if you get close, if you basically go over them like range zero. Bridge through will be fine. Right, right. Uh, I, I definitely would advise don't do that too many Because <laughs> Right, well, the key here, again, is going to be the number of labs you have. Because of... <laughs> Let me look at this again because give me a rule number just because of that would be helpful at this moment in time it okay, doesn't say how to. and I, I, I don't have it right oh there's lab rules. okay g g one. okay g g4.1 one. one okay there it is got the chart so let's say you, you get to range one, looks like it averages out to be around the six. So if you have, let's say, four labs, that's times six, that's gonna be 24 units. And calculator to say 400 divided by 24 equals that, that actually would require you. If you have only four labs, it requires, it takes 16 turns. So you got, with, if you calculate that out, that means you'll be dead. To get it before you get enough um, information.
1: Well, that's what you have shuttles for and probes for too. Sure. Yeah. So, alternative things for picking up information. hmm yeah. Like I said you could actually add extra, extra crew members and boarding parties, but really, crew members.
0: Yeah, so you definitely you're gonna want to use probes. That's an area where that extra T bomb doesn't matter as much as a uh,
1: bunch of extra crew guys. And they're all science personnel who mysteriously did not make it
0: back. <laughs> I wonder why, but yeah. So with them, obviously, that presents a a difficult problem then. Yeah. Because well, now fortunately, when it comes to the monster at range two, it averages out around a three. Is what it does. Um. So you, you, looks like from from the from the chart, you're gonna want to stick around range three, three to five. You don't want to get close in to the cosmic cloud. Get close in the cosmic cloud, you will die. Especially if, if the cosmic cloud rolls really well. Um, if you, on average, it's still three is nothing to, to be nothing to sneeze at. In theory, you can get away with it. Range two because if he, if he averages a, a three, you know, three crewmen dead, you could get away with it. You'll be cutting it close, but I feel like you can get away with it. Which is okay, calculator again. Uh, 42 divided by three equals four. You yeah, got 14 turns before. You go, you, your all your crew is dead, and therefore it would be like thirty somewhere between twelve and thirteen turns before you get below minimum. You get to minimum crew levels, and yeah, definitely you could. If we're at thirteen, you could actually move, in which case you're dead because of it comes to the victory of the condition scenario. You have to kill the monster. And that when you get below the minimum crew units, you're you can't you can no longer kill a monster because you no longer can fire your weapons.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: And da, 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 da. So my question is, and I don't see it mentioned. Da, da, da. I think. I'm just gonna look at this real quick. Okay, the crewmen are have been killed. So they they're considered they are, they are dead. They're dead, dead, dead. In theory, they're, they're not dead, but after their energy is drained, they you can't put the energy back into them, so they will not wake up again.
1: So they're, yeah, they're basically dead.
0: They're basically dead. Yeah. Here's, here's a question under uh,
1: Captain's additional options thing. Mm-hmm. Can you and i know i'm butchering whatever the term is for that but can you add extra probes to that oh uh,
0: um oh uh, yes and no
1: because there's extra you, probes and the that would probably be what you need for this scenario
0: yeah actually in theory you can if you have drone racks you can actually make a drone um uh probe sorry a probe is actually one of the options when it comes to building a drone
1: yeah that wasn't what i was asking but yes you could have probe drones um but what i was saying is for the probe launcher that's on your ship it has so many charges yeah you but can the, buy additional charges for that
0: no yeah you can't the, the the probe launcher you can't buy more probes so you
1: it,
0: buy yeah, I, if I call correctly, it comes with five probes. Actually, I should actually have it here. Do, 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 oh, yep, five nice. probes. Yeah, it comes with five probes. And if I call correctly, it, it goes use the same chart as the lab. It's just that since it can actually go, it can actually fire, it can actually be closer.
1: It's a 360, it's, it's a 360 for lab purposes. Right. You don't have to be like any arc. For uh, using it as a weapon, though, you have to be in a very narrow line.
0: Right, right. It's directly ahead of you. It requires two points of uh, warp for two turns. But for the important part of
1: this is as an information gathering. Um, I was just wondering if you could buy a reload for your probe launcher. That would be helpful.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: What is you it? Have a VRAD? Where's the probe launch, A Probe drone at it. Too, right? yeah.
0: yeah, oh yeah. If, if you can actually. To me, here's and here's the thing. Time. Here's the thing about if probe time. drones. Okay. Ah. Thank you. Um, to me, the, the thing with probe drones is, to me, it would be cheating. That's because of according to the description of the scenario, you know, you got one ship that goes out, never comes back. They send another ship. They don't know what they're going to need. The, to me, you know, loading up the the ship with as many probe drones that they can legally purchase, is cheating. I think I. Right.
1: I don't think it is. I think if you're going into any monster scenario... Well, the thing is, you don't know what you're going to be going out there to... Yeah, not, that's exactly the point. You don't know what you're going in, and using everything you can have to gather intel is the priority. Because when you launch a probe drone... You're basically using it as an additional lab, and that would be critical, critical for races that don't have labs or very many labs on their boat. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's speeding at all. I think that's called planning ahead. You're not going into a combat mission versus 100 pirates. You know you're going into an unknown scientific problem. And if you're going into a thing and it turns out to be a combat issue, under the rules for SFE, you could just basically disengage. And if you're outgunned you probably win this scenario uh, by surviving. So it's not cheating at all. That's just called playing the uh, game. You know, the the game in most scenarios is Unless it specifies in the scenario that you here's how you kill the monster, it's going to be gather intel. How do you gather intel? You got a probe launcher? Yay, that's that's an extra lab. You got a drone rack or a bunch of drone racks, and you can put you can load them all up with you know, probe oh that's just saving you effort and time. I, I, I don't think it's any more cheating than, you know, overloading your photons to get more damage out of them. You're you're tailing your ship for the task. This is what you're doing with with the uh, with your extra points.
0: Okay, well, with that, we're going to wrap this up for this evening. Doug, Yay. it's been a pleasure. Is there anything that yeah. you that you want to talk? Yeah, Gamers, it in two weeks. Uh,
1: please, for the love of God, go on to every SFP thread that there is out there, any group, anything that comes up on your Facebook feed and say, hey, look, we're doing this event at gamers of winter and i think it would mean more coming from like you know paul <laughs> because you're running the actual event then it would be coming from me who is organizing the convention event basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, it's like, yeah and there's fun you're like starfleet battle groups on um on facebook and everywhere else under the
0: sun very true um and just a reminder of what what's going to happen at gamers of winter and that is that there are currently two things that are that i'm currently running one is multiple demos for for federation commander for anyone who wants to play federation commander i'd be happy to teach you uh i will be there for the whole weekend i've got set aside times i'm explicitly um available Obviously, if I'm not doing anything, I'd be happy to pick up, you know, teach you immediately, um, and you know, and be happy to, to, do, to do such thing. This other thing that's going on is a week weekend, you know, both Saturday and Sunday. Now, I still don't plan on coming out on Monday. Um, event, which is called basically running the the, the frigate captain's game. So the idea is that people come out they play you can play against have, there's some of the monster scenarios also we have face facing other people and the person with the most points they win the tournament for for the weekend and i will i'll i'll come up with a prize for that i I'm not clear out what what um prize that is at this moment I, but i but you guarantee I will be giving out a prize. Um, and obviously, if you're the only person there and you know, and you want to be in, in the frigates game, I will be happy to play you. So you'll at the very least, if you're the only person there, we will be playing a lot of Starfleet battles then. Okay
1: and uh just a side note on that this is uh saturday and sunday we have the space for monday although paul is going to be running this particular event and this demo saturday and sunday but yep. you know if a handful of srp players come out there you'll have a good set of space for uh both saturday and sunday to do those events and any other events you want to play any other scenarios you might want to play you yep. could literally set it up for the whole weekend, and um yeah, this place will be perfect for like the F and E players. But that's just you know, it's my thought on it. Hmm. Understood. Well. Oh, and uh, the online registration to have your badge ready for you when you come in. It's going to end late next week. Uh, doesn't mean you can't come. It just means that you know. You might be waiting in a different line on saturday morning and we'll just make your badge on the spot instead of having it with your name already on it so there you go Mm -hmm. okay there's no additional charges for it i know is that right paul
0: that's correct there's no additional charge so the only the only thing you'd be paying for is your badge for the day or days Right. You only have to pay to get into the con, and that's it. And there might be a few rooms left, but uh, according
1: to the people that run the hotel, uh, there is a large group that hosts the hotel for that particular weekend, although they do not book the uh, meeting room. They do it for some other event somewhere. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So you might have to stay somewhere else if you come down from out of town. Right. But really, it's Harrisburg. It's a freaking short commute from, if you live in Baltimore or even the D.C. area, it's only an hour to an hour and a half drive. You know, if you live in New York City, it's a four-hour drive. If you live in Jersey, it's a a two-and-a-half to four-hour drive, depending on where you're coming from, you know. That's basically it. We're, we're more convenient than like driving to Columbus for most of the people on the East Coast. Extremely convenient. Very
0: true. Yay. Right. Okay. 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 That's all I got for that. Okay. Well, Doug, you have a good night. Thank you. So, had uh, a wonderful discussion on two different monsters hopefully you know, we will I know hopefully we will be continuing on next week onto one or two more monsters and talk about them talk about if they're vicious or they're little kittens and hopefully my local Zinny won't be bothering me nearly as much. He's now gone, probably waiting in the kitchen waiting for me to give him a treat. So with that, I am Paul Franz and I bid you.